Well, it's Friday and it's the end of the day. And I think we're, uh, we're in a week where pivot and adjust and semper gumby are themes. <laughs> I've been involved with a bunch of calls, a bunch of meetings and a bunch of virtual communications this week. Now, more than I usually do. I, I do quite a bit of, um, of this kind of thing, but, uh, but it's been even bigger than that this week. And uh, it's been surprising to me. Uh, I've been doing uh, video uh, meetings for, for a long time. I've been doing conference calls and leading remote teams for decades, but probably the last eight or nine years, I've done a tremendous amount of, of uh, video conferencing and video calls. And I am thrilled that the technology has finally gotten to where it's pretty darn reliable most of the time. And I think that's that's really helpful. I mean, I, I'm a big, big fan of Zoom. I think Zoom does a great job. I've had some good experiences with um, BlueJean and uh, Skype and Microsoft Teams and WebEx and Cisco. I mean, all those are, are tools that are out there for being able to work remotely. Um, and what we're finding now is that so few people are able to go into work that we're having to figure out how do we make this crazy stuff work. And Remember, I'm a technology guy, I'm kind of a geek. And so uh, I've been working with these tools and technology and I work with a lot of folks who are fairly technically astute. They've got some good technical experience. But even for us, you know, the, the geeks, we, we, we refer to ourselves as geeks and we say the other people are normals. And, uh, and we often ask, how in the world do normals do this stuff, you know? Uh, and we start thinking about how do we make these things work? And it might be as simple as that, uh, that viral video where the guy was on the news broadcast and his kid came in and then his nanny came in to get his kid. <laughs> it might be as simple as trying to organize and keep your dog and your kids out of the video. Um, but there's more to it than that as well. And as I was talking with some of these other highly technical experts about how to do these things, it occurred to me that there's a need out there, that there are an awful lot of folks who are just trying to get started on this. And don't even know what they don't know. And so I, I've been thinking a bunch about that this week and I've been working on how do I help make sure that folks who are out there trying to figure out how do I be effective? What can I do to make this video stuff actually work? How can I make this my, an asset for me, not a detractor for me? Um, and my goodness, we had all kinds of things that were, uh, were get in the way. Uh, things as simple as, uh, did you send the right meeting invite? Uh, that happened this week. Uh, I was on a meeting and some people didn't show up because they, they showed up, they were sent the wrong link to log in. Uh, that kind of thing does happen for sure. Um, another thing is you might not realize you're muted. And so you might be talking Oh, wait, was my mute on? <laughs> that happens all the time. Um, and we, we, uh, we sometimes get in trouble because the, uh, the internet bandwidth is not sufficient for the video that we're sending. And so it gets all choppy. Uh, and uh, it, it, it can be, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And I think it's even more difficult because we live in a day, we live in a time where the, the question about uh, about video presentation is so, it, it's out there. I mean, we are surrounded by streaming video around, you know, all these channels, all these movies, all this super high def stuff. And realistically, those people that are on TV or in the movies, they focus on their lane 
but the people who are who are like us, you know, we can't just focus on our lane because in the in TV or the movies, you got a lighting guy, you got a sound guy, you've got a camera guy, you've got a there's all these different people who are responsible for making sure you've got a producer, you've got all the the people who are thinking about sequencing and timing and all the different elements that go into successful video production. And I'm not talking about you creating a news channel or creating a movie. I'm just talking about you participating in a video call with somebody else. And you know, we see people get distracted. Uh, we see people forget to unmute. That's a, a common kind of problem that you run into. Um, are, you, um, are you watching the screen? Are you looking at the other person? Are you connected with what's going on? How's the quality of your audio? Are you covering up your audio, not able to hear very well the things that are going on? Um, what if you need to dial in for the audio, but you've got a video feed? All these things that kind of get in the way. And so, First, we had to worry about, uh, about the work that we have to, to do. Second, we have the worries about our families and about the things that are happening in our nation and can we get enough toilet paper? <laughs> and maybe that's the first one, right? <laughs> um, and, and then we've got to figure out on top of all of this stuff, how do we begin to work when we're not in the office? And all of those extras are, are really, uh, they're tension, they're stress, they're added weight on our shoulders. Um, I've been reflecting on that a bunch this week because all these different pieces that are out there are impacting our ability to perform. And, and certainly the uncertainty is a factor for us too. Uh, it, it's it's uh, weighing us down and challenging us. And uh, we hear some good news, we hear some uncertain news, we hear some, uh, some crazy ideas. You know, I, I think it's a good idea to tune out of some of the stuff that's on TV because it's going to take time for those things to play out, but I'm getting off topic. I wanna to talk today a lot about how do we maximize our success when it comes to being on a video call. Uh, the one thing that I would say is really important is get on video. Uh, people are often uh, un uncomfortable, and we're all uncomfortable. I, I'm looking at the screen now, I see my face, I, I hear my voice in the room here, and it'd be easy for me to be focused on that and get distracted from the work but I've been doing this so much that I've learned to kind of put that in my peripheral vision, but not focus on it. Uh, figuring out how to even turn your camera on and get that working with the video stream and linking up your audio with your video. One of the things that came up this week on one of the calls was, Hey, could you, if you dialed in, can you pin your video and your audio together? So you take up fewer channels on our, on our conference. Cause we only have so many channels. Um, those are some of the, the technical things you want to think about. Um, and fundamentally, we've got to be aware of the fact that we're not alone. Um, you know, many times I can remember being on conference calls years and years ago, and there'd be the phone on the desk back when that was a thing. I don't have a phone on my desk, but back when that was a thing, um, and we would be on speakerphone and we would have that thing playing and running. And, and then, you know, well, we would hit mute on that and then we'd go you know, work on something entirely different. And I think that's the thing that, uh, that gets us in a lot of trouble because we get distracted and we're not paying attention. And that's candidly one reason I think people don't want to put their video on because they, are, uh, they're, they know they're distracted. They know they're, they're multitasking, right? They're looking at other things they could be doing rather than thinking about the, the task at hand. And that's a problem. If you're not on video, we have no idea who you are, where you are, 
right? Occasionally you're out there, occasionally there's some interaction, but we don't know anything about what's happening. And then if you are on video, and, and I've got multiple displays on my computer, so I could easily be looking over here and, and trying to figure that out. In fact, one of the things that can happen on a video call is my video app might be actually over on the screen over there, and I could be looking there instead of looking at you. And that's one of those things that can be a problem. I, I see that pretty regularly. Somebody's got an external display hooked up to their laptop, and they like that bigger, prettier display that they're gonna look at and use with their laptop, but their camera is still on their laptop screen. And so the camera is here, but they're looking over here because they wanna see the screen and see what's going on in their bigger, prettier screen. But then it looks like I'm not looking at you and I'm not talking to you. And uh, one of the conversation points that I had with uh, some folks on one of these calls this week was, it's distracting to see myself. I'm not used to seeing myself. I don't usually, but if, I, if I'm on video, now all of a sudden I see me and then I'm concerned about, it, am I being distracting? Not only that, but I have to think about what's my, uh, my facial expression, what's my body language like? How am I thinking about that? Am I, um, am I communicating the wrong thing? I've got uh, a, a friend that I work with and he, he is a thinker while things are going on. And so he'll, he'll hear an idea on a call and he'll, he'll be thinking. And then he gets feedback from other people on the team saying, why are you scowling? Well, it's not that he's grumpy, it's that he's thinking about what was said. He's trying to line things up and come up with a good answer. And, and when you're on video, it's, it's harder to remember that people are looking at your body language. But 55% of communication comes from your body language. And so realistically, you need to be aware of your body language. You need to be aware of your facial expressions so that you're not coming across as that guy who's so grumpy and cause, you know, and is, is upset about how things are going. Um, you know, the other thing that we run into difficulty with is sometimes the people who are running these calls haven't really experimented much with these tools and they don't really know exactly how to use them. I was on a call today where the host didn't realize that when he played a video, that after the video, all of the, during the video, all of the uh, speakers were muted. And so as soon as the video ended, the mute was still on and he had to go manually unmute because he hadn't done that enough to be comfortable and to be connected with that. So these are things you have to kind of be aware of. You have to think about the quality of your tools and think about the, the way the tools work and do you understand how it works. I would strongly recommend finding a way to practice some with these things. Maybe set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting with somebody just to run through the experiment to make sure that you know how the tool works. And I recently upgraded to a newer version of Zoom or a, a richer version of Zoom and it's got features that I've never used. And I've got to start to poke around and fiddle around and, and understand how those things work if I'm going to be successful with that. Um, and I, uh, I know that this is a topic that's important to people and, and I've been thinking about how can I serve you? How can I make a difference for you as we're going through this? And so uh, what I've done is I have uh, created a tip sheet that I want to give everybody access to. And uh, I want to make sure that you've got, the, uh, uh, you've got the ability to know what are the biggest mistakes that people make when they're on uh, video calls. 
And how do you make sure that you are not making those mistakes? Because remember, you become the sound guy and you become the, the lighting person and you become the, the, um, the, the camera person in all of these factors. So uh, there is a landing page that I've set up on my website, brighthillgroup.com slash video tips, brighthillgroup.com slash video tips. And uh, it's the, the five biggest mistakes that people make when they're on video and how to fix them. Uh, and so I would encourage you, if you're listening to this on the podcast or if you're watching this online, please go over and sign up and download the, the uh, infographic that I put together, the five biggest uh, mistakes that people make when they're putting on, uh, when they're on video, because we do get in trouble with these things. We, we don't think about some of these factors and it impacts our performance. My goal is to help leaders and teams perform at their best. And I know that especially during this time, people are gonna be struggling with that. And so I've talked about several things that could make your video presentations better in today's video, but I also want you to get access to that list. And so I'm just launching this right now. And I'm doing it because I looked around at the beginning of this quarantine and I said, oh my gosh, people are going to have trouble with this. And I wonder who's gonna fill that void. I thought, at about, to about Wednesday, literally this week about Wednesday, and I, and I was running through some of the challenges and I said, this is definitely a need. I absolutely wanna step into the void and try and help people with this. So I'm gonna encourage you to go to my website, brighthillgroup.com slash video tips, and, uh, and then just sign up to get your, your uh, info sheet about how you can be successful with your video calls. Um, there are a whole bunch of things that I'd like to be able to, uh, to share with you. I do want to say that, you know, I'm encouraged to see some of the news that's going on out there. I think, you know, I've been, I'm an optimistic, optimistic guy and I, uh, I do tend to see the glasses half full. Uh, but I, I'm encouraged by some of the things that we're seeing in the news about things that are happening and about the effectiveness of some of the uh, approaches that people are taking. So, you know, we've gotten through a week. <laughs> we've got a few more weeks of this to kind of work our way through. Um, and we'll get through this. And I just want to remind you that uh, we will get through this, that there are good things to come, that we're not here forever. This is a season and we can make it work. Uh, on the home front, uh, we've made some significant strides with kind of adapting to the new normal for, uh, for our homeschoolers and for the way things are working. And, uh, you know, we're, we're finding our new cadence and I'm sure you are too. Uh, so uh, persevere, hang in there, look for ways to do some fun things with your family. This sort of thing doesn't happen very often. It's a great opportunity for you to make some memories. Make some memories with your family. There are things that you will not make time to do probably ever again. And we're kind of compelled to do weird things now because of this situation. I would just encourage you to make the time to do things uh, with your family, make time to do things that are special that you wouldn't do otherwise uh, because time is short. And before you know it, we're going to be roaring back to a lot of things, trying to play catch up for all the stuff we've gotten behind on. Thanks so much for being here for this video. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.